Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Chris James. Hi, I'm Chris James. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot, and we continue with our series on Radical Discipleship, and we are in the second program on the um, disciple Levi Matthew. But before we go on, I have a question for Chris. Have you ever felt left out? Of course. You have? Yeah, have you? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to be a little more, uh, I'm going to say a little more myself about my story. Oh, you're going to get sensitive, huh? No, no. What happened is that when we came to the United States for the first time, I was 12 years old and and I was really left out. I mean, I didn't fit in. I didn't speak the language and, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, this girl found me. She was a classmate of mine. And her acceptance of me changed my life radically. Wow, that's it, great. It, yeah, it was. I was 12 years old, and I actually have written her name in in, um, in my book on the Gospel of Luke. Um, I, Linnell Blason was her name, and uh-huh. and uh, God gave me the gift to find. Uh, she found me the other day after all this 30 plus years, yeah. uh, 40 years, and we cried together because we we remembered. Mm. I mean, she changed my life. She invited yeah. me to be her friend, and all of a sudden, I was in. I was not out anymore. Mm. You know, I was belonging. Yeah. And now. especially as a kid, that's just so. So That's important. so important. And before that, I was like, you know, I, I couldn't understand what they were saying. And she was so nice. And she she, she, she didn't know at the time. Uh-huh. Now she knows yeah. how she changed my life by her acceptance of me. Right. And, and, and here we find a disciple that is an outsider. Yeah. You know, Levi mm. Matthew is a tax, tax collector, collector, is hated yep. by his mm-hmm. own people. You know, and Jesus decides that he's going to invite him. Yeah. I mean, how, how mm. do you think Matthew felt? I mean, I think he probably felt many emotions all at once, you (laughs) know, like, wow, he wants me and I can't believe it. And then it's like, "Mm, who's behind me? There's got to be some mistake. No, are you sure? You know, I can't even imagine just like the whole gamut of emotions that must have been going on all at once. What we do know is that eventually he got so excited that he had to share it with all his friends. So Matthew, the tax collector, the hated one by his fellow men, becomes this evangelist immediately. And and we're going to pick it up from where we were yesterday on Luke chapter 5, where um, verse 28, Matthew, uh, in response to Jesus' call, leaves everything and follows him. He got up and left everything and followed him. But look what is the next thing he does in verse 29. Yeah. He says, Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who belonged to their set, complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Okay, so let's let's pick it up part by part because there's so much here. I mean, I, I don't know what Matthew had because Twitter and Facebook were not... Uh, very popular at that time. No, no. <laughs> How did he get a great crowd well, to come to his... Well, apparently he belonged to somebody, but it wasn't to the religious elite. Uh-huh. Right? Right. Because notice what it says. Yes. A great many of what? Tax collectors, collectors and, and other and people. people. Mm. You know, so so in some ways we know this is a group of, of people that would have been known as sinners. Yes. He throws this big reception and mm. guess what? Uh, his fellow men and he, you know, his friends come and yeah. there's a great crowd, says mm. the Bible. And um, 
tax collectors and sin- sinners were actually a, a social religious class, you know. So yeah. so that the the other religious class mm-hmm. did not eat with them. Yes, because mm-hmm. eating was a symbol of of intimacy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's why one of the main questions constantly was, why do you eat with sinners? And How can you be one of us if you're eating with them? With them, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and one of the reasons why this is such a big deal for the first century church is because mm-hmm. they would have to take the Lord's Supper together, right. mm-hmm. and they yeah. wanted people to qualify to do that because if they're going to break the bread, yeah, and 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 have the blood and bread mm-hmm. uh, and, and and body of Jesus right. as symbols, yes. they they wanted the other people to be worthy of this. It wasn't just that they ate together real meals, but they ate the Lord's Supper mm. together. Yes. So this was a big, big deal for wow. the first century. You know, who yeah. is included? Mm. It, and it's it, amazing that that fast after Jesus was just there that already we have prejudice. You know, in the church. Yes. No. You no. Know. Prejudice is there from the very beginning yeah. during his mm. earthly ministry as well. And yeah. and here we have this evangelistic banquet. Matthew yes. is so excited that he has been mm. accepted. I mean, and I can understand it because you know after this little girl you know made me her friend, I was like I was in. You know, yeah. I wanted I wanted to be where she was. And mm-hmm. uh, Matthew says, I found somebody. I want I want to introduce him to you guys. And Jesus didn't have one little bit of problem to say. Should I or shouldn't go to, to Matthew's house? Yeah. I mean, isn't that funny mm-hmm. that, that religious people have these issues and, and Jesus didn't have the issues? Oh, yeah. A lot of people, it's like, well, I don't know if I really can do what? that. Because what are people going to think said, about me y- if I if go and talk to them and it, see with me with them, hanging out with them? And, and Jesus is like, nope, I'm there. Doesn't matter who it is. Yes, exactly. And this was eating with somebody wasn't uh, an actual uh, inclusion Mm. It's like it, it, who is in and who is out. It, it was yeah. like a hierarchy. If I'm eating with you, then you are accepted by me. Yes. And that's why the complaint comes, mm. why are you eating, eating with tax collectors and sinners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you with us or are you with them? I mean, are mm-hmm. you a rabbi or you're not? Yeah. Are you into the law or you're into the tax collectors? Right. Yeah. And so Matthew is so excited that he is uh, is in. Mm. That he becomes an instant evangelist. Yes. And I think this is the biggest transformation we see throughout the Gospels of people that are accepted by Jesus. Mm. They immediately want to go tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean. He left everything. Left his whole, you know, business. Yes. You know, and then he and called went, his friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, see, I always say that you can go blue in the face doing seminars on, on evangelism. Right. Until people don't realize that they're sinners, they need a savior. Yes. They're not going to go out to talk to, go to people about it. But right. when the, once they get it, they go, mm. woohoo, if, if he did this for me, I got to tell my neighbor, I got to tell my friend, I got to tell my sister, my brother, everybody. That's what happened to Matthew. Yes. You know, the, the excitement mm-hmm. just kind of overflowed. Yes. And I don't, is it bubbling over? Is that what you said last time? Yeah, bubbling over. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's bubbling right. over. There you go. So this extraordinary acceptance um, here the Pharisees show up to the I'm sure the Pharisees were not invited to, to well the, yeah I mean I don't that's what I've always kind of wondered like what are they doing there because it's like he invites this crowd and I, I kind of doubt that he invited the Pharisees so yes. how on earth did the Pharisees they end got up there, there? The and what I don't understand too is does it belong to their sect Yes. So maybe you can fill me in on that. Where, I where are you? Uh, it's still there in verse um, 30. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belong to their sect. Okay, we, you, you have a, um, you know, a very colorful translation that you're reading. <laughs> um, because the, the actual, the, the actual um, original says the Pharisees and their scribes, meaning the, those who helped them and, and wrote ah, for them, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all part of the same group. So the Pharisees okay. and the scribes that belong to them, yes. they were grumbling. And 
in, in Luke, ah, okay. the Pharisees and the religious elite are always grumbling. Mm-hmm. And they actually show up to monitor legal observance. Mm-hmm. And so you find them in places where you haven't invited them. <laughs> Even yeah. in Luke 15, where Jesus yeah. is going to tell the parables, mm-hmm. they kind of show up to see if the observance of the law is appropriate. Yeah. They're kind of like the watchdogs of the day or something, huh? Exactly. Like making sure you're not sinning. Exactly. Right? And, and if you are eating with appropriate yeah. people, mm. I mean, it sounds like some elders of the church that I know. You know, it's like, this is this is not the, the what is supposed to be. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to be there to uh, say to people, come, come. Yes. But there's people that show up for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> for other reasons. Like here the Pharisees always show up to monitor sure. Legal observance. They're yes. the God police, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they find Jesus with these people. And so, yeah. of course, they're going to... Unacceptable. <laughs> uh, unacceptable. They're going to protest. And I think Luke is, is very poignant in showing that the Pharisees are always grumbling. Like, for example, in Luke 15, where all these parables of the lost sheep and the lost mm. coin and the lost son are. Yes. They have exactly the same thing. The, the, the Pharisees and the scribes, as verse 2, begin to grumble, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with yes. them. Mm. So... What is wrong with this type of religion that becomes a God police instead of a an evangelistic come, 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 no matter who you are and what you're wearing? It's exactly opposite of what <laughs> Jesus came to do. That's what's wrong with it. I mean, Jesus came to save those who are lost. You know, that's the bottom line. He wants everybody he can in the kingdom. He's not in the business of trying to keep people out of heaven. He's in the business of trying to get people into heaven. heaven. Otherwise, why would he have died? Wouldn't have made any sense because we all could have, you know, made it in our own righteousness if we were good enough and, you know, climb the totem pole and keep the other ones out. Exactly. And and this is what he says. Jesus actually answered to them because sometimes Jesus did answer to them. Verse 31, Mm -hmm. Jesus answered and said to them, it is not those who are well or yes. at least who think they're well, mm-hmm. who need a physician, but those who are sick. So, I have not come to call the righteous or those who think they're righteous, mm-hmm. it would be great to say, yeah. but sinners, sinners to, to repentance. Repent. Yeah. So we Luke will fi- uh, actually mention many of these people, yes, uh, including Luke chapter 19, where we have uh, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus yeah. And Zacchaeus mm-hmm. is called in, in the Greek, the Architalonis, which means that he was the chief tax collector. He was, yeah. he was like the words of the words of the words of the words. Uh, he was like the boss of Matthew. That's right. Like like the boss of Matthew. That's a a good way of saying it. And we're told in chapter 19, verse 2, that there was a man called Zacchaeus who was the Archie the chief tax collector. He was rich, of course. We know why, because Mm -hmm. of the way that the profession was. And But he was looking for something. He, he wanted to see Jesus, and he yes. was small in stature. And you remember the story mm-hmm. from when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and what a happens song, next? You know, Zacchaeus climbed up in a sycamore tree. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah there's so, what happens? Of, what happens I mean, in the story? I mean, he climbs up into the sycamore fig tree, and yeah. Jesus says, hey, come down. Sycamore I'm, I'm going tree? to your we're house. Gonna, uh, fig, uh, you said sycamore fig uh, tree? That's what mine says. Mine got the NIV. You know, you don't like my version. I know. <laughs> no, it's no, okay. It's not, okay, go ahead. Well, you know, in the song, it's just sycamore tree. So, yes, yes, you know, okay. whatever. All right. So, he was a small man. He couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus stops. Yeah. And he tells, he mm-hmm. makes an announcement. And he looks it up him and says, Zacchaeus, come down because <laughs> yes. I'm going to your house today. See, see, this is what happens. Jesus looked for the people that the other people r- grumbled against. Uh, yes. 
you know, mm. Tony Campolo has a great story, and you can ah, yes. look at, uh, at it in YouTube where he tells it that in Hawaii, uh, you know, he was yes. way off with his time, and mm. he ends up in this this place to eat a bagel. Yeah. And he realized that all the prostitutes of, of that island are there at yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning, morning yeah. and one of them mentions that the next day is going to be her birthday, mm. and that she has never had a birthday party. And he decides the next day to throw a birthday party. And it was, yeah. it's, it's such an emotional story. Oh, it's a great story. I, mean, I think mm. you have heard it. Yeah. But eventually, um, the the owner of the place says, you never told us you were a preacher. You ah, said you were a sociologist. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. says, what kind of church do you belong to? And yeah. Tony Campolo, one of those epiphanies that, yes. you know, the spirit gives you. Oh, yeah. He says, well, I belong to a church that throws parties, uh, uh, birthday parties for prostitutes at 3 o'clock in the morning. morning. Exactly. And the man says, no, right. you don't. Yeah. And he says, why not? He says, because a church, if a church just, like that existed, existed I, would I would belong, belong to it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and actually, that's the church Jesus came to Absolutely. institute. Absolutely, I don't know who invented the other one. No. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you can tell me, but I don't know who invented <laughs> know. the other one. <laughs> and so Jesus uh, actually sought out. He says to seek and to say what was lost. Yes. So, what would you say to somebody today that feels lost? Maybe they are into drugs, they're mm. in prostitution or murder, yeah. or something has happened to them. I yeah. mean, we get such woohoo letters from prisons mm. of people saying. Yeah. I finally understand that yeah. Jesus loves mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, why would you I say mean, to people once like you that? get that? I mean, it changes everything. So I mean, that's what that's what you got to tell them. It's like your life means something. Yeah. You know, whether you believe it or not, at this point, your life means a lot. Yes. It means so much that somebody named Jesus came to die for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how much your life means. He was willing to give up his life so that you could live with him and have life for forever. Yeah, and once somebody understands what you just said mm-hmm. and they feel accepted by God, yes. it transforms you in such a way that, that first of all, uh, you want to go tell other people, like, yes. look, I found somebody that loves mm-hmm. me exactly the way I am. Second is, is, is you're never going to find something greater, so you usually dedicate your life to this, yes. you know? And and here he went to his fellow man, Matthew, used the Jewish scriptures to try to demonstrate who Jesus mm-hmm. was, and, and tried to say, look, I found somebody that accepted me, Yeah, which means that for sure he will also <laughs> will accept you. I hope everybody gets that message today. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!